Queendom. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. We've got some fun stuff to talk about today. Twice released an English single called The Feels. We'll get into our feels about that. Espa <laughs> 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 released a new mini album. Our boy Young Jay from GOT7 has a solo release. We'll do a quick recap of the FACT Music Awards. That was fun this past weekend. NCT Life and Gap Young wrapped up. Emily has a news for you, our song of the week. Emily, today is the day. Oh, my God. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, charity. <laughs> the, this, the most stressful day of the year is here for us, you guys. It's BTS ticket presale day. We're recording the podcast early. We usually record Wednesday nights. We're recording earlier on Wednesday so we have time to make sure we're in line and ready to go on Ticketmaster. Friends of ours who had VIP had their presale yesterday. And unfortunately, one of them didn't get any tickets. So the pressure is on, Charity. Yeah. The anxiety is high. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> For all the army out there trying to get tickets, if you've been through it, you know, this is like worse than Hugger Games. I have yeah. never in my life tried for tickets for a concert and had the stress that you have with BTS. Never. It's insane. Luckily, knock on wood, Charity and I have gotten tickets to every tour that we've tried to go to yeah. with BTS. If we are blessed and the universe sees fit, this will be our fourth BTS concert. Mm -hmm. I'll just be happy to get tickets, honestly. Our first yeah. one, we had nosebleeds. Our That's second fine. one, we were on the floor. Our third one, we were in the 100s. It's all a great experience. I'll say, honestly, my least favorite seats were floor. Right? Because so many people hold things in front of you. They have these giant iPads, see. the posters. You can't see anything. We couldn't even see. I couldn't the, see the screen. Uh, the screens. Yeah. 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 And like, I, and we're not short. Like I'm shorter than yeah. Charity, but I'm five, six. I yeah. literally could not see a thing. I could not see a thing the entire show. It was so disappointing. So if you don't get floor seats, don't be bummed. Honestly, yeah. having the elevation. Save your neck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like and and the nosebleeds honestly weren't bad you can see the screen you can see and hear yeah. everything so just to get a ticket is a blessing we are with all of you listening all of the queendom who um are trying you know this is it's a stressful time we will let you know how we did next week <laughs> so <laughs> Send some good vibes. The episode will come out Thursday. So if we didn't get tickets, we're going to try for general on Saturday. So send us some good vibes. We're sending you all good vibes. Speaking of the queendom, welcome. Welcome back, queendom. Queendom is how we refer to our loyal listeners since we're the New York City K-pop queens. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. We hope you like what you hear. New episodes come out every Thursday. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, NYC K-pop Queens, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow, slide into those DMs, say hi. We're here to make friends. We're here to build a community. Uh, so don't be shy. We really love getting to know you all and where you're from and what your story is and everything else. So thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, if we're a little frantic, I'm sure you can hear my voice. That's why. Uh, it is... Whew, crazy time but thank goodness concerts are back and i feel confident in saying bts will be doing a world tour in 2022 so for anyone out there or possibly us who don't get tickets there'll be other chances it's all good okay let's get into this episode charity because 
Like you said, we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. We have a real girl power episode tonight, which is always fun for us. But speaking of the ladies, we reviewed Itzy last week and Charity and I disagreed on fashion. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> we get into our most heated fashion debates around Itzy. <laughs> Yes, we do. There is something with Itsy style that we either love or hate. So if you're not following us on Twitter, give us a follow if you want to participate in our weekly polls. We poll the queendom. We want your opinions when arguments like this happen. So, of course, we polled. Itsy's fashion in this comeback in the Loco music video. Love it or no? Oh, well, well. 75% of you have decided you like eclectic styling. <laughs> Yay, Queendom! <laughs> Charity won. Only 25% agreed with me that it was hideous and horrific. Um, again, you can love a band and not like the styling. Let's make sure we vote uh. objectively, not just it's not negative on them. Um, I think that happens sometimes, so let's all, you know, you can be objective. Sometimes I might not like BTS's styling. It doesn't mean I don't like them. But anyways, uh, I'll take the loss. I'll take the L. <laughs> Thank you all for voting. Charity wanted a landslide. You all love Itzy's look. So duly noted. We're talking about ESPA tonight. And we were curious who your ESPA biases are. I know with this comeback, I had a lot to think about. A different member started standing out to me. There's a lot going on with the ESPA ladies. And there are four really, I think, distinct personalities. So in this group, talking about biases feels fun. And I, I think it was a good idea. We pulled everyone and asked. So the choices, obviously the four members, Karina, Giselle, Winter, and Ning Ning. This was a close one, Queendom. Ning Ning won 34%. Right behind Ning Ning is Winter with 33%. Karina, 25%. And Giselle, 8%. Interesting. And I'm excited to kind of talk about our biases and what we think of that poll. But thank you all so much for voting in that one. And then our last poll question was a fun one because you're not alive in this world if you don't know what Squid Game is. Squid Game is a sensation. It's the number one show in every country where Netflix is available, which is absolutely insane. A Korean show. Korean content continues to dominate entertainment. You cannot argue with us otherwise. We have movies, we have music, and now we have television. So we asked a question, uh, which group would win Squid Game? If these groups were in it, which group is winning? And the four choices we gave you, BTS, Stray Kids, NCT, or 17. Charity, who would you pick out of that group? This is a hard question. I think Stray Kids. I feel like they just have a little more grit to them. I think they would do well. The Queendom agrees with you, Charity. 32%. Oh, 32% no. to Stray Kids, 29% BTS, 21% 17, and 18% NCT. So it wasn't really a landslide. All the fans kind of showed up. I get what you're saying. I think what helps Stray Kids, Chan would be very smart. But what I think would hurt them is they're smaller. And in athletic competitions, they could be hurt. When you look at NCT... They're athletic, so I think they've got some stuff there. But BTS as well, like John Cook's not going to lose. Yeah, he's yeah. smart. He puts stuff together quickly, and he's a super athlete. Plus, you've got Nam June and Yoongi, who would do really well at strategizing. Yeah, and then you have Seventeen. They have every weapon in that group. You have tall, athletic, quick, smart. So 
I don't want to see it. Oh my goodness, I do not want to see this. But it was fun to think about who could possibly win. Y'all might be right, though. You can't count stray kids out. They're the most scrappy, aggressive, too. And they're really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And Changbin's aggressive. He's not going to have a problem. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying to oh, yeah, I'm trying yeah. I'm trying, oh, trying, yeah. trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Damn, me, me, yo, look, 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 we all artists, man. We go you feel me? We're gonna have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit right now. I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta lie, don't, don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Yeah, I'm in the minority. I haven't seen the show. I've definitely heard about it, so I can draw conclusions based on what I've heard. <laughs> I told it charity. is not <laughs> a charity show. It is not. I the gore charity. level I can yeah. handle is Hunger Games. Like that is much gore as I can handle for anything. Which is like a PG movie. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. I, I'm pretty good with violence. You know, I I, oh. I don't want to say I like violence, but I grew up watching a lot of you know mafia movies, and I like all that type of stuff. Squid Game was a lot for me, so I told Charity that it's violent, violent, <laughs> yeah. and. There's not a lot of breaks, so I think you probably made the smart choice. (laughs) But, you know, it's cool to see Korean content being embraced worldwide. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, thank you all so much for voting. Those were really fun polls this week. And if you want to vote, give us a follow, NYC K-Pop Queens on Twitter. Speaking of our queendom, let's do some quick shout-outs. We see where you're listening from every week. So we try to give shout-outs to specific locations because we can see that you're listening, and we just want to say... A genuine thank you. So, Queendom shoutouts. Sanger, California. Hearst, Texas. Sunnyside, Washington. San Francisco, California. Raleigh, North Carolina. All of our international friends in Poland. China. Korea, we see you. Thank you so much for listening. Philippines. And shout out to our Queendom in Egypt. How cool is that? So cool. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. We have... The best podcast listeners around the world. I will fight with anyone on that. Our queendom. It's the coolest group of people. Just really great vibes. And we're so, so grateful for you. So thank you so much for listening. We love you. Let's get it started, Charity. Let's get it started. The ladies of Twice have released an English single. It's called The Feels. We got a song, a music video. I have so much to say on this one. I'm really excited to talk about this one. What did you think of the song? I want to start off. It's not my favorite Twice song, but I do like it. I don't think it could touch Can't Stop Me by any means, but it was fun. It was kind of retro sounding. I really like the bass line in it. And there's one part. So Emily and I did briefly talk about this over the weekend just because I had a song in my head when I first listened to it, and it was driving me completely insane as to what the song reminded me of, what the Twice song reminded me of. It's a specific part. It's the boy, I, boy, I, boy, I know melody. It starts the song and then it comes in the chorus. And I sent Emily a voice memo of me trying to sing the song with made up words because I couldn't think of what the lyrics were to the song that I was thinking of. And within like two seconds, Emily tells me the song. 
So Duh. it kind of reminds me of the song, as Emily said, Bulletproof <laughs> by LaRoe. If anyone ever needs to find out what a song is and you can't think of the words or who it's by, just send Emily a voice memo. <laughs> She'll tell you in a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good with that. It's rare, if ever, that I haven't known a song just from hearing it. <laughs> Even when someone sings it badly. <laughs> I have an insane auditory memory. Insane. So anything I've ever heard, even in passing, it's like stored in my brain forever. It's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. With music, and I rem- I know every song. So I knew what you were talking about. I get the part you're referencing. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Literally was stuck in my head the entire weekend. The song, the chorus, everything was stuck in my head. What did you think? Did I you love like it? it. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised. I went in a little bit like, eh. Because I don't know, you know, we talked a lot about Itzy. I wasn't crazy about their comeback last week and how JYP favors the girl groups compared to what he, you know, what the company's done to Stray Kids. So I think I have a unconscious bias sometimes where I'm like, I wasn't as excited for this. And I actually loved it. I think it's great. I love that bass line that starts the song. It's upbeat. It's fun. It's cute and infectious. I thought Mina's vocals were great. Mina and Jiho, fantastic. They stole it for me. I thought they were so good. It's just very, very, very catchy. And I also want to give a shout out for the great pronunciation. These K-pop groups are getting better and better and better when they do all English songs. The pronunciation was on point with most of the Twice Girls. So shout out to them because that's hard. <laughs> I liked it a lot. I thought it was, I thought it was a win. I was pleasantly surprised. What about the music video? Yeah, let's talk about the music video. I think it works. It's very bright and bubbly and cute, fun energy. I think in the song and the music video, they didn't lose what makes them twice just because they're doing an English song. I thought that this still felt very genuine for twice. And I think onces are probably pretty happy with it. It didn't feel like, okay, now we're going to do an English song and try to appeal to the Western market. It just felt like a Twice song that happened to be in English. So I thought yeah, yeah, I thought that worked really well. Their personalities come across a lot in the video. So it feels like you're getting to know them and they're these cute, nice girls. It was just kind of a fun, lighthearted music video. What did you think? I loved those jersey outfits so much. Like the cheerleader kind of... Yeah, yeah like I know what you're talking and about. They wore it on Jimmy Fallon too. I just thought they were so freaking cute. I feel like a lot of times you see people wearing the same thing in every yes. video, like that cute little schoolgirl outfits. But this was so twice and so refreshing. And I'm like, yeah, I would love to wear that outfit. I even liked the plaid. You know, everyone's doing clueless plaid right now. Uh, I thought that they put their outfits specifically were nice and they were a little different. I loved the prom dresses. I thought yeah. those were really cute. Yeah, I thought the styling top to bottom in this video was really well done. They all looked beautiful. Like they looked really, really great. This is a win for twice. Like it really is. I think it's great. The only, okay, this is my only nitpick. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else even caught it. So it's not the end of the world, but they started by opening an invitation to prom, prom 2021. If you're going to do an American theme and an English song, proms don't happen in the fall. It should have been home. It should have been homecoming Homecoming, 2021. That's a specific cultural reference that they kind of missed. And it was very noticeable. Also, you know, we were talking about when Wanho kind of did this 
American football, high school football player. Sometimes it can be a little weird to watch older groups pretend they're Mm -hmm. in high school again. Yeah. I think this worked. They could all still be in high school. They look very young and fresh. So it wasn't like totally distracting. But the prom thing, I was like, no, you guys. It's homecoming. It's fall. Yeah. (laughs) Prom is in the spring. Right now is homecoming for everyone. So that was like a little nitpick that if they had American people in the label, you know. Do you know what I also saw a lot online? American outlets were like, Twice's first English single. And I'm like, they released I Can't Stop Me in English. It was on the radio here. No, but that's different though because it was originally a Korean song. This song was specifically, this is their only, only English song. Just like Dynamite for BTS. That wasn't Korean first. Yeah, the way that this stuff I saw was worded made it seem like they've never done it before. And I'm like, um, maybe we can Yeah, they've done English versions. Yeah, but the way that the articles I read were written made it seem like they hadn't. And I'm like, that's not necessarily true because they did and I heard it on the radio all the time. It's kind of semantics. It's like, yeah, yeah. They've done English before, but this technically is their first English single because those other ones weren't like single English singles. They were Korean singles that they then recorded an English version for, for the West. I liked the song. And what I really liked too, I feel like what they did understand with like American radio, it's lower notes a lot of the times. I love that kind of pre chorus. They get it. They get it. And the way that they hold out feels like this is very poppy and radio friendly in America. And it doesn't sound like a high pitch K-pop song that won't translate well into American radio. So I think, you know, I'm hard on the label sometimes, but shout out to JYP. This was executed really, really well. And it's so catchy. It's been in my head all week. Oh my goodness. It's really catchy. Yeah. And it has kind of like the sass and the attitude, but still in a twice way. I look at twice as like, they're the good girls. They're the pretty good girls. Like they're the ones that get straight A's. They're probably at home in time for curfew. You know, like twice are those girls in K-pop. They're the pretty good girls. And I think this video and the song fit that. It felt pretty wholesome and, you know, young and all that stuff. So they executed really well. And it's just a great song. It's a great song. I really, really liked this. I thought this was so well done. Let's talk about biases. Did your bias change? Bias the same? Uh, same. Nyan's still my girl. Love her. And I thought she sounded amazing on the song. Yeah, she's like their solid. Mm-hmm. Starts the song. Yeah. Always going to be like main vocal. I got to say, though, the leader, she has creeped up my bias list. I really, really, really li- I really, really like her. I like her energy, her spunk, and vocally when she came in. She brings an energy and a tone that's different from the rest of the group. It's very distinct when I listen to their songs. Every time I listen to Twice Now, I always know when she comes in. I'm like, ah, oh, there's something refreshing because it's a little bit of a different sound. So, and I love Sana. Sana's just a little spunk. She always looks like she's up to something. Great personality. I still love Chewy. I totally get why everyone loves her. She's so like tall and beautiful. It's like a model came in and was like, oh, I guess I'll be in this girl group now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, second dance. Look at me. I thought the choreography was cute too. It was really rhythmic and nice. I like their choreography most of the time. So yeah, good job twice. Should we listen to it? Do you want to hear a clip? Yes. And it'll get stuck in my head again. Boy, 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 boy I know. <laughs> I know Jeez. I got the feels. <laughs> it's it's infectious. That's it. Okay, this is the feels by Twice. I know love it is 
incredibly catchy it was in my head the entire weekend yeah it's a great song it's really catchy really fun well done twice I genuinely I love this this is like of the English songs specific English songs idols have put out I really like this one I think they did a great job it's super fun and I would guess they're going to pick up some new fans with this if I saw this and I didn't know who they were I'd be like oh I love them this is so it's so great So yay, twice. Congratulations. All right. Let's move on to another girl group. This is fun because I think we're flipping it. We're switching it up. Espa has a whole different vibe about them. Twice. Espa is a young group. They debuted last year. It hasn't even been a year. It was like November of 2020. This is their first album release, mini album release. It's called Savage. The single is Savage. (laughs) What did you think of Savage? (laughs) Savage AF. Savage, Savage, Savage. I will say it took me a while with Espa when they came out, right? Like the Avatar thing. And I wasn't totally in love with Black Mamba. Next level. I didn't get it for a while. Now I can say it's grown on me. I I actually like the song. I think it has one of the most memorable uh, choreographies of the past couple of years. But this one I genuinely like. I like Savage. I think they're leaning into their personalities so much. And there's something refreshing in the K-pop world of cute, nice girls to have these girls come out so aggressively. And they're young. This isn't like they, a couple years into their career, they've kind of come into their own as being badasses. No, their whole storyline has led them to this kind of music style and visual style. I'm a fan. I love the pre-chorus with Ning Ning and Winter. Nice beat. Interesting switch up in the bridge. I liked Ning Ning's ad lib at the end. I thought that was great. Different type of song, but I think SM's stamp is on the song. What do you think? Yeah. To me, it sounded like they were definitely trying their hand at noise music because there was a lot of, a lot of layers, but I thought it worked well though. It wasn't like chaos. Yes. I like hearing like the video game sound effects, the cash register, the different tempo changes like you talked about. No, I thought they did good. And I also really liked the bridge a lot. Right? Yeah. That bridge is so cool. It was really interesting and different. Anytime I kind of cock my head to the side when I'm listening to something, that's a good sign. It's like, wait, what? What is happening here? And yeah, it worked. There's something about this song that really works. But I completely agree with you. There's a lot going on. They're doing a lot in the production. But they did it well. It wasn't a mess like some other people have tried. (laughs) Yes. We've had a few (laughs) reviews recently where we're like, and you know, we talk about that a lot, the layering of production. It's a skill. It's not as easy as people think. So it's interesting that everyone's doing it now with varied success. What do you think of the music video? I want to talk about this music video. (laughs) 
I was glad to finally see more of their avatars. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. They just teased them here and there, but we finally got to see a lot more interaction. We finally got to see different versions of the avatar, like more of a computer-generated one, more of a cartoon one. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really visually engaging, and I really liked the intricate choreography. I thought they did yes. so well with that. Yeah, I completely agree. I think some people aren't really feeling the Avatar storyline. I'm with you. There's something about cool. it that I think yeah. is fun and different, and it's cool. They're building this world. You know, they have a storyline built in, and they're building a really strong world, and it's also really different than anything we've ever seen. So just on that alone, it's exciting to watch. I loved the Black Snake at the beginning. Yeah. I get now with their storyline that the Black Mamba is like evil and they're like trying to beat it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Video game. Yeah. The video game sound effects in the song. I loved the darkness and mm-hmm. I love the sassy Oh my God, don't you know I'm savage at the beginning? <laughs> yeah. It's so, there's something about this that like, I'm just going to say, if I was in a girl group, this is the group I want to be in. I love <laughs> the whole vibe. This is, this would fit me much more. If I got put into twice, that would be a harder thing for me. I'd be in twice. <laughs> no, I'm Aspa a million percent. I love the badass vibe and- they do it really, really well. Great visuals. It's SM. They're going to give us good visuals. I thought this was amazing. And I'm with you on the choreography. There's a point where they do gimme, gimme now. I love it. They're so good at doing really intricate, kind of difficult choreography and then doing these really great rhythm moves, like that hand from Next Level yeah. that people can copy and, you know, very TikTok friendly, which I hate even saying that phrase, but that's the world we're in now. And a lot of choreography is based on that in the K-pop world at the moment. They're great at combining the two. I thought the choreography was very memorable and they're good dancers. They're not doing cutesy choreography. They're doing something else. And it, um, it works. It really, really works. Love those avatars. I want an avatar. It's so cool. Yeah, I know. I was right? to have one. It's like, <laughs> I love the avatar thing. And I think what makes them work, this whole storyline that like them and the avatars, they're all coming together to defeat this like dark black mamba in the SM world, right? Like they have to be badasses because they're up against evil. I think that whole storyline works and it gives them the avenue to really be aggressive, sassy girls in a way that I think if they didn't have that avenue, some people might be turned off. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. The lyrical content and everything else. I would liken Espa to Blackpink for members Mm -hmm. a little bit more like we're awesome, we know it attitude. But I think what helps them is that they have this storyline and that gives them the like why they're going this kind of I don't want to say bitchy, but like, you know, some of the lyrics can come off that way because they're battling this evil force. Whereas in yeah. some black pink lyrics, no, they're just saying like, I was born a skinny bitch. Deal with it. Okay. <laughs> and, and and that's fine. Like, I, I don't hate that at all. But I think sometimes people might, that could rub certain people the wrong way. And that's why it's yes. great that there's so many different girl groups. I'll end my tangent, but the storyline works. Let's get into this album. We, we got some different stuff from the Esva ladies. What were your album picks? Okay, there are two. Uh, One is iconic, 
I really like the tempo and the melody changes in the song. Mm. And I loved, love, love the pre-chorus. Mm-hmm. And my absolute favorite song on the entire album is Lucid Dreams. Okay. It's definitely more my speed. It's like R&B with a little EDM vibe to it. Yeah. Um, I wish they would do more songs like that just because selfishly, I love those kind of R&B songs. But I definitely think that their vocals really got to be showcased on it. And that song, especially, it was my favorite. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Uh, That cool, like... EDM beat, mid-tempo, pretty melody. I love the lowered notes and tones in Lucid Dream. It's so nice. I can see that. And I know the part you're talking about, the build-up to the chorus and iconic, the harmonies are stunning. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Great song. Were those your favorites or did you have others? Um, I liked Lucid Dream. I liked Yeppy Yeppy. I thought it was was kind of a more fun I mm-hmm. loved the beat. It just made me want to dance. It was like this great kind of pop dance song. And again, their melodies and harmonies are some of the most impressive I've heard from girl groups recently. I think the song structure that they're doing and what they're able to pull off because of the vocalists they have, mwah, chef's kiss. It's so nice. Every song I'm going, ooh, at certain parts. And, you know, that doesn't always happen <laughs> with any artist, let alone K-pop. So... I love the harmonies. Yuppie Yuppie is just kind of a fun song, but my favorite song by far, I'll Make You Cry. (laughs) Girl, you put a song called I'll Make You Cry. Yes, 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 yes. This song is my everything. It is truly my theme song. (laughs) Don't F with them. Don't F with them. Like, Uh... it's so nice to kind of have this whole thing of like, You screwed over the wrong person. Challenge me. I'll make you cry. It's not the victim. It's not, you know, heartbreak or anything. It's like, F you. Let's go. I love that in a world of cute, nice girls. It's nice to have a girl that's like not crying in the corner and she was bullied. No, 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 no. You're going to come at me. Let's go. I love the aggressiveness of this song (laughs) so much. But then sonically, it's great. There's a back and forth between Giselle and Ning Ning that, oh, it's so nice, really effective. I just love this. I love their vibe. I didn't think there was a bad song. There really wasn't a bad song. The way that it starts is really cool. That energy song, it's kind of like this rally cry describing their journey and storyline and getting ready to battle. I liked that. I thought that conceptually, I get what they were doing. I know Lee Suman was really involved in the production. Yeah, I get it. And you're killing it. I just, I love this so much. I really like the album. And I'll say, you know, it took me a while to come around, but I'm definitely a fan of Espa. Like, I, I, I love this. I think it this. took them a minute to really find their stride, in my opinion. You know? At least for sonically what I like. Yeah. Maybe that's all that matters, what I like. No. <laughs> well, I think it, they're just doing something different. It's yeah, so different. Yeah. That it's a little bit weird at first for anyone. I love different innovative stuff, but it was... Like, I don't know. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm in, I'm so buying into this world. I think it's fun and unique. But you take out the avatars and this whole storyline. If you just listen to the album, it's great. Like, you yeah. don't even need all the other stuff. I think what this group has that a lot of groups don't have is each member brings something to the table and there's a lot of talent. And what I mean by that, 
you have two people that can really sing. Ning Ning can sing her butt off. This is a vocalist. And Winter has a great voice and they have different tones. So right there, you know, we talk about that with like BTS's vocal line, how distinct and different they are. Here you have two really good singers with different tones. Perfect. Then you have kind of this ringleader with Karina, the head girl ringleader, really believable as a rapper, beautiful. And then you have Giselle who comes in with rap that's a different style than Karina's. So they have stuff that really works. And I think personality wise, all four of them feel very different. So for fans, it's really easy to latch on and be like, she's like me, or I want to be like her, or, you know, like there's a real... I like the dynamics vocally and also personality-wise of these four a lot. I love what they're doing. I think they're like the female NCT. I can see that. Yeah. This feels like NCT to me. They come really hard. Karina's like Taeyong, really good looking, super confident as the leader out in front. Let's go. I'm buying what they're selling, Charity. Buying what they're <laughs> s- I'm buying it, Lisa Simon. Yes, you did it. I, I just think it's interesting because we talked about last week why some of the itsy stuff doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And there's some vocal stuff there. And even with the rap, yes. that just doesn't work. So to review a group the following week, it's the opposite. Like they really, the vocals just blow me away. But also you can be a great singer and have great singers in a group without the right song, production, harmonies, and melody. It doesn't work. This group is getting really good songs yeah. that showcase their talent. I love it. Aspa, I'm so in. I'm so in. Like, this is this is my, I, I, I'm going to say it. This is like my new favorite girl group. Ooh. I really, really statement. like them. I really like them. And they just bring something so different compared to all the other ones. Like, I can't picture them doing, like, cheerleader stuff or no you know like yeah never this is a different vibe but I believe it I buy it and a lot of times when the girls try to be badasses I don't believe it (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. awkward this isn't awkward Mm -hmm. I'm like totally in and I think they have their own thing going the natural comparison with Blackpink they are getting farther away from that with the songs and also the visuals so yeah I think this is really cool um let's talk about biases I think we have the same bias, right? We used to. Let's talk, uh, yeah. Karina. Karina was my bias. I'm now big fan of Ning Ning. Like uh, Karina's now my now a wrecker, and I get Ning it. Ning's definitely my bias. So I some more drawn to her. I watch her more. I love her voice. I mean, I still love Karina, but yeah. Ning Ning's definitely number one now. See, you're with the Queendom. She won by one percent, thirty four percent. I can totally see that. I love her. I'm with you. I still really like Karina, but I like Winter. Winter mm-hmm. has moved up for me so much. I think she's so unique and interesting. My eye is always going to the girl with the bob haircut, you know? Like, what mm-hmm. is she doing back there? She's kind of like a secret weapon sometimes. And I find her really compelling. But there's a lot, like, Winter's like the mysterious one. Giselle comes off to me as kind of like tough, whereas Karina's like the ringleader, the head girl. And then mm-hmm. I think Ning Ning is the sweet one. That's my my perceptions, totally just my perceptions. But again, they're given people different personalities to choose from. Yeah. Which is refreshing. So, oh, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm, I was excited about this. I don't know why, but like I tend to gravitate Uh, Well, I I know why with this. I gravitate towards the boy groups more because I like lower notes. 
and a lot of K-pop girls are high. But so I, my expectations for this week going into an English song from Twice, you know, we've been let down by English songs from other K-pop groups. Yeah. And then Espa, I wasn't sure because I wasn't totally blown away by them. Like a lot of people were with their debut. So I feel like pleasantly surprised this week. Like, wow, I yeah. actually love this. This is great. It's such a good feeling. It's such a good feeling to have positive reviews. <laughs> so let's play a clip for the Queendom. This is Espa Savage. <laughs> very savage savage i like that word too (laughs) yeah that's such a hard beat that's a savage song i think we have a poll question on the horizon because i'm like i'm ready (laughs) i'm wearing a cool black outfit i'm gonna strut in with my girls i'm already picturing being part of espa so i i wonder if the queen of wore espa twice (laughs) love it so check out our twitter that's probably gonna be up there okay it's time for our favorite segment of the show. If you're a loyal queendom, you know what it is. Charity knows what it is. It's quiz, quiz time. time. I'm going to make you cry. I love yours with Savage. Oh, no. I'm going to make you cry. We didn't well, even plan that. That was our Espa <laughs> remix for quiz time. Oh, God. We're so funny with the same brain. I swear to God. Very same appropriate. different brain. Yeah. Yours was a little more nice. I went right time to make you cry. My new favorite, my new favorite song. Um, okay. So every oh, week God. we take a fun BuzzFeed, usually BuzzFeed type of quiz live on air, K-pop related. It's always related to what we're talking about. It's just something fun to kind of break up the episode. And we post a link in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. So you can play along with us. We will also be posting this on our Twitter page, NYC K-pop Queens. So you can take it and let us know in the comments who you got. We love seeing that. Also for reference in the description, if you're looking at at it right now, we have a playlist every week. We create a playlist of all the songs mentioned on the podcast. So if you want to hear the song Charity was referencing, Bulletproof, that reminded her of the feels, You can reference the playlist. That'll be on there. Okay, Charity. This week's quiz, which ESPA member are you most like? Ooh, okay. This one, I'm just going to go out and say it. I'm not going to be upset if I'm like any of them. Uh, Yeah. They're cool. Like, it's fine. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. How would you describe yourself? Loyal, funny, friendly, or honest? Loyal. I'm funny. Pick a music genre. Pop, classical, hip-hop, or indie? Pop. Duh, same. Yeah. Pick a hobby. Drawing, rapping, cooking, or listening to music? Um, cooking. Mine's always listening to music. What if I was like rapping? In my I, know, f- I was about to say that. In my when free time. karaoke it is. 
That's true. I, that's true. A lot of rap during yeah. karaoke. Yeah. Uh, but listening to music, that's my biggest hobby. Pick a K-pop girl group, Emily. Blackpink, Everglow, Twice, or Red Velvet? I'm going to go with Red Velvet. I'm going to go with Twice. What's your favorite animal? Cat, dog, dolphin, or rabbit? Oh my God, they're all so cute, but I'm going to pick the doggy. It's same. I'm picking a dog. Finally, what's your zodiac sign? And I will read these because they're paired together. Okay. Virgo or Libra, Capricorn or Cancer, Aries or Pisces, Leo or Taurus, Scorpio or Aquarius, Gemini or Sagittarius. I am a Sagittarius. I am a Cancer. Oh my God, I got who I thought. Who'd you get? I got Ning Ning. You said she's a sweet one. I'm like, that's who I'm going to be. <laughs> okay, well, then this quiz is rigged because I got Ning Ning too. And, oh. <laughs> and there's no way. And also, we answered really differently. I think our we only, did. the only similar answer was dog. So I guess if you yeah. pick dog, you get Ning Ning. Right. <laughs> Queendom, you need to take this quiz and let us know if you got Ning Ning too. Oh, I'm happy with it, but I feel like it's accurate for me and not as much for you. No. Yeah. But actually, I would take it because if I was in a group, I would want to be the best singer. And she's so, so good. Her singing yeah. is yeah. fantastic. So I'm not totally upset with that. And she's really, really nice and pretty and cool. So you can't go wrong being any of the ESPA members, but please take the quiz and let us know who you got. Maybe we're all getting. Ning Ning and the quiz was rigged. Apologies if that's the case. Thank you to whoever made it and BuzzFeed for publishing this lovely quiz. Congratulations, Aspa. Really cool comeback. Excited to see where the future takes you. Okay, let's move on to a member of GOT7. I think this may be one of the last members of GOT7 to put out a solo project since they left JYP. We're talking about the main vocalist, Young Jay. Young Jay is now signed with Sublime Artist Agency, and he put out a mini album called Colors from Ours, and the single is Vibing. Charity, did you vibe with it? I did. I am obsessed. I freaking love it so freaking much, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it has all my favorite stuff. It sounds retro. It's Mm -hmm. pop with a little like R&B to it. Yeah. Oh my, I, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, we'll get into the album, but I am literally obsessed. Do yeah, you like it? No, the song's great. I love right? it. I love oh. the song. Like great vibe and no pun intended because it's called vibing. <laughs> yeah. But it's such a smooth, cool feel, like a pop dance song with that chill mm-hmm. R&B feel. Yes. There's a little bit of a house beat in there that's really nice. I love the chorus. It's just a really good pop song. And, you know, Young yeah. Jay has such a great voice. This is one of my favorite singles from any of the GOT7 guys that have released music. Like, I really, really love this song. It's a song I'm going to listen to all the time, you know, when you're walking down the street in an Uber or whatever. It's a really, really just solid pop song. I think, like, Drive You Home from Jackson is probably my favorite God 7 single Mm -hmm. right now. I loved that release so, so much. But vibing, just, I dig the vibe so, so much. (laughs) What about the music video? I like it. I thought the choreography with the girl was really cute and fun. I love seeing stuff like that. The couple's choreography was really cute. And I think the feel of the video really, it fit the song. The concept fit the song. It put a smile on my face. 
I was just snapping my fingers and like smiling when I was watching the video and listening to this song. It's a really nice release. What did you think of the video? I loved it. I loved that the backup dancers added to it, but did not distract from him. Yeah. I loved the cool casual like Western wear. Like it wasn't too, I'm going to go ride a horse like a cowboy. No, but not it at was, all. Like just desert cool. Yeah. Very like, street wear. Like yes. you could wear that and it looked really cool. Um, And he looked amazing. He looked so hot. Oh my God. He wasn't anywhere in my radar for like got seven biases, but boy, is he shooting up there. Really? Yeah, no, I'm still, he's still not (laughs) on my radar there. But I think that this was a smart release. I think um, the choreography was simple, which was smart and nice. It just vibed with the song. Everything felt easy and chill and natural. It was refreshing. I loved this. Great song. Great, great song. Let's get into the album. Oh my God. Yeah. What did you think? My favorite songs, Vibing's my favorite, favorite. I love that song. And that's the song I go back to. And that's the song I'm going to listen to all the time. I thought it started nice. I liked Beautiful and I liked Moonlight. I thought Beautiful Girl in This Beautiful World, it was a nice opener that set the tone for the album. Very chill, smooth, happy vibes. There was nothing too heavy here. And as the album progresses, that's the tone. Just kind of a vibe. Everything is happy and cool. I'm good. You know, he has a great voice. Moonlight, of the ballad and like slower songs, Moonlight was my favorite because I really liked the melody and the vocals and the chorus. I thought he sounded really nice in that one. So that was kind of my favorite of the second half of the album. Uh, Eternal reminds me of a K-drama song, like a lot. But those were kind of my picks. What were your favorites? I loved Tasty. I thought it was another retro sounding song. Mm-hmm. The chorus is really catchy. Again, Moonlight, like you, I love that. I love the piano intro. I like the beat. It had more of a slow build, but I thought it really, really showcased his vocals. Mm -hmm. But my second favorite song, After Vibing, has to be Lonely. Okay. I love a sexy R&B song. And he goes into his falsetto. Like, what am I supposed to do? It was so good. I'm very impressed by him. This is Charity's vibe, for sure. (laughs) For sure. I was surprised with the amount of like slower ballads. Yeah. It didn't work as well for me because I like depressing. So if you're going to give me ballads, I have to feel emotion. And the lyrics, you know, uh, shout out to Young Jay. He wrote all the lyrics for every song on this album. So good. Clearly his life is in a good place because... To me, the lyrics were a lot of fluff. In the ballads, ballad after ballad after ballad, talking about how you're happy, you're in love, someone looks good in the moonlight, I love you love eternally. I find it a lack of substance and emotion. I think if you're going to do a ballad about being happy, I need to hear in your voice that uh, almost vocal break, that emotion coming through of pure joy. And I didn't hear that. I heard a good singer singing a pretty song. That doesn't check my boxes. So he's, he, it's not my vibe, uh, but I think vibing is such a standout. This is a great song, great song. And clearly it'll vibe with other people. I just, for me, ballads have to be very specifically placed. And maybe that's why I liked Espa so much because they're, not, they're <laughs> yeah. not doing the cheesy ballad. It was so refreshing to have a girl group I not end the album. <laughs> but like, why? Let's talk about it. Why do you like these ballads? What do they bring to the table musically or lyrically or emotionally that um, connect with you? I, uh, I honestly don't know why. I just like <laughs> See? How they sound. See? I just, I just like how they sound. 
I feel like it's almost like a sigh, like, oh, okay, like this is nice. This is nice and pleasant to okay. listen to. Like, and, okay, okay. You know, like, like especially it's easy. you're going to give me. It's like easy, easy chill. Yes. Like, all right, yes. cool. Okay, yeah. okay. I get that. I, don't, so you know. I, I do like emotional <laughs> ballads. I do like those. But I, give me like a sexy singing ballad. Give me just like a chill laid back ballad. I love it. I just love a ballad. It's my favorite. It doesn't have to be overly emotional. As long as I enjoy it sonically, I don't really care. I don't even need the emotion. I just need a voice that a voice that has emotion. Because to me, emotional is not always bad. Emotion can be joy and elation and love and wonder. I have to hear that in the voice. If so, that's where I lose it with some singers. Where I'm like, okay, I don't hear any emotion from this person. Whatever it is, what it is, it's fine. That, but for me, I always have to have an emotional connection. So like, I think that's why a lot of these K-pop ballads don't work because I don't feel the emotion in it. And some of them do work tremendously, you know, based on the singer or the lyrics or the songs, but a lot of them fit into a box for me where I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. But congratulations to Young Jay. He's happy. Like this dude is yeah. happy. Whatever is like going love on with it. him. <laughs> I think he's in love and life is good. That's what this album oh, sounded I'm like. So happy for him. Exactly. If that's the case, congratulations, dude. Good for you. Such a, a joyful vibe on this whole album. It's yeah. wonderful. The vibing is just great song. <gasps> oh. I love it. It is a vibe. I love it. We need to play a clip. Let's play a clip for the Queendom. This is Vibing by Young Jay. Oh my God. I am so vibing with the song. I love you, MJ. I'm so proud. Vibes all day. I'm vibing. Would you say, because it sounds like you're, I liked this, but it sounds like you loved this release, Charity. I did. Is this your favorite release of the Got7 Boys? Where does this one stand in your head? That's so hard because I feel like if we're going to pick based on an album, I would lean toward this one only mm-hmm. because the other ones were so feature heavy. Yes. So you Yum is my bias. I love him. I love that album. So I have to say that one's kind of under this one only because there were so many features and I just was kind of over that. Um, Jackson didn't really give us an album. Yeah. I love the songs. So I'm not really counting that. But as far as like full on albums, I'm going to pick Young Jay's simply because I loved it top to bottom and there was no features. It was just him and I really liked it. I feel the same way with like, I love JB and Yukim, mm-hmm. but their albums were a miss for me uh, Yeah, for a lot of the same reasons. The features, it just didn't work. It was kind of hip hop R&B mixtapes. So they're automatically kind of towards the bottom of my list because of that. I like this Young J one. I still think Bam Bam's album is my favorite. I resonated with that one the most, but single wise, I think vibing is the best. 
Yeah. If you good. take out, yeah, Jackson hasn't given us the album album, but Drive You Home by Jackson is one of my favorite songs of 2021. Vi- mm-hmm. Vibing's right there. I love this yeah. song. This song's up there. So, but like, again, kind of a pleasant surprise. This didn't yeah. have tons yeah. of buildup. He announced it. It came out. Here we go. It's great. It's great. Congratulations. Good yeah. Good job. Okay. This past weekend, a lot of fun stuff for K-pop. And one of the biggest things, award shows are back, Charity. Tis the season. We're getting into it. And the first one was the Fact Music Awards. Red carpet outfits, performances. We got it all this weekend. And it was exciting for us because a lot of our favorites performed. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, so many. oh my God, it's like, and then, oh my God, they're there too. Right. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah. Really uh, great stages. We're not going to give you a full recap. You can go on YouTube and kind of find all the performances yourself. But, you know, let's talk about our favorite performances. I think it'll be fun to talk about who killed it and the things that stood out because they really, all of these groups showed up, I felt like. Delivered, man. Hands down, my favorite is BTS doing butter and those Yes! Oh my goodness, yes! BTS, I felt like with this performance, you can tell they're rehearsing their tour. They all look great. There's a renewed sense of joy and energy. Yeah. They're really, the spark was in their eyes. And with a lot of idols, you can tell, you know, they've talked about being depressed over this. This has been a tough time for the world for all different reasons, but you can tell that it wears on all of them. And this performance with BTS, yeah, I just felt like, ooh, they're excited. Uh, Loved the tuxes. Butter and tuxes was like perfect. The styling was perfect for all three songs. Uh, It was nice to hear Boy With Love again. I love that song. It's such a happy pill. BTS killed it. Killed it. I thought that they were fantastic. Stray Kids. Yeah. Stray Kids are coming into their own as like it boys of K-pop, you know? They didn't used to get invited to perform at award shows. They they got to do four songs. So that says something. They did their subunit songs and Thunderous. I thought the Thunderous performance was awesome. Yeah. Obviously, Red Lights, Hyunjin. Y'all, he is getting too hot. We have got to stop. <laughs> what is this, Charity? I can't do this. Uh, like, I cannot. You guys, Hyunjin was already, like, it was trouble for Hyunjin when it came. Oof, I can't even talk. I've been in trouble with Hyunjin now for a while. And then he cuts his hair. And it was like, he still looks really handsome. This is a good look. No, you guys, he's even hotter. Something has happened to the man that, like, it's, oof. I'm telling he you. He went from zero to a hundred. Kind of. I mean, I wouldn't put ever put him at zero. He went from like a no, million to a million like, plus. Yeah, he really ramped. More of, um, I feel like before he was, I feel like he would keep his sexiness yes. reined in a little bit. Yes, yes, you know, yes, yes. No, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, he wouldn't right. unleash it. You're right. And you're right. when he did that solo dance uh, video. Play with fire. Unleash more. Then he did red lights. Then when he cut his hair, he's like, screw it. We're doing it. We're going there. That's how I feel. I feel like when he came back with that play with fire, it was like, you have turned the good prince bad. Now he is the evil dark prince and he embraced it. And we've seen the transition. Yeah. He is so confident in himself now. And I think that's what he needed. We're seeing that. Yeah, you're right. Zero to 100 when it comes to like being this sexy, confident man. He's kind of embracing it. Radiating it. Emily sent me pictures of him in this black suit with black shirt. 
the YSL. He's wearing like an Yves Saint Laurent pin. Holy crap. We posted it on Holy our Instagram. Crap. Yeah. Time to die. Yeah. Time to die. Literally time to die. I can't do this. Like you guys, I don't know how I'm going to live. Like this is the <laughs> engine that we're dealing with from now on. I can't <laughs> do this charity. Like um, every I can't do it. Yeah. Even Terry doesn't know how you feel. Terry's <laughs> like, holy. I'm like, yeah, that's my bias. And I'm obsessed with him. Oh. Hanjin is just on another level. Nobody can touch him. I don't want to hear this discourse yeah. around fourth generation it boy. That's the it boy of the entire world. Like, yeah. give me a break. Hanjin's on a different different plane. Um, so anyways, I really enjoyed that performance. <laughs> anyways, sorry, I went off on a tangent. I can't like ever talk about Straight Kids without being like, I'm obsessed with Hyunjin. <laughs> so, so sad. But all the performances oh, yeah. were good. I actually really liked surfing. I love the surfing dance and the energy that those three bring to it. So cute. It was cute. What else stood out? 17, ready oh, to love. I loved anyone in those leather outfits. I love yes. the intensity of that song. Yeah, ready to love. 17. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to love. I tell you. <laughs> And I'll be anyone for any of them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Like, I'm so excited for the 17 comeback. You know, now that we're like real official carrots, I'm really, really excited for 17. Their performance was amazing. Ateeds were great. Oh, yes. Those hair changes. HJ, Hung Jung. I I can't ever say his name right, so that's why I call him HJ. HJ with that black hair and forehead. Those stylists have been sabotaging him for years, Charity. Years. And I'm glad someone finally stood up and let him be the hot man he is. He looks insane. I thought all of them, like top to bottom as a group, the styling and the hair choices and everything, they all looked so handsome during that performance. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I love a tease. The boys, I thought the boys were really fun. Stacy did that cheerleader concept stage and that really worked. I liked all the dancers. It was yeah. cute. There was just a lot. Like if you if you miss the Fact Music Awards, luckily you can find the videos on YouTube. So chances are your favorite artists performed in Hypen and Hypen performed and they look fantastic. You can tell they're ready for their comeback. It was great. So shout out to all of our favorite groups that performed. So excited for award seasons. I loved yeah. like the red carpet looks. Like I thought yeah. Stray Kids yeah. looked so good on the red carpet. Seeing them step into their own, like it's so nice to see after all this success, you can tell they feel confident. They're enjoying the ride. They're not just kind of there. It's amazing to watch them. A lot of our favorites won big awards, including Stray Kids, Atiz. The biggest award, of course, went to BTS. It's hard to argue against BTS. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that was awesome. That was really, really cool. Again, you can check it out on YouTube. Okay, NCT, the boys of NCT 127, they weren't at the Fact Music Awards, but we got tons of content per usual. Life in Gap Young has finished. We had episode 11 and 12. Did anything stand out to you from these episodes? Uh, Jaehyun is so slick. He's really good at playing the devil. Let me I literally tell you. wrote that. I'm like, Jaehyun is such a good devil. He was so yeah. good during that game. Oh my goodness. Oh, so, so slick. Like, I was so impressed with him. Same here. And then Dooyoung made me laugh when he was the devil. Because <laughs> he, he so makes funny. these like little smirks and he runs around. Like, he was really enjoying it. That's an obvious. And it was funny that Taeyong was awful at it. He's the worst liar. Oh, he God, makes like a worst. face immediately. That was fun. I loved the Among Us game. And the wakeboarding was fun. That's the reason I said I wouldn't count NCT out in a squid game competition because they're yeah. all athletic. 
Yeah. They're all athletic. Like they all got up on that wakeboard and rode for a long time. I thought it was funny to see Taeyong being so, what's the word? Confident? Taeyong. Well, they did it in Super Yes, M- in Emtopia. And in Emtopia, he struggled yeah. a little bit. And now yeah. it was really cool to see him giving advice. And then he was like, I don't need the trial run. <laughs> and he okay. killed it. And he was making faces like... It's fun to see him having fun, you know, just being like, I'm good at this and enjoying it. I feel like we don't get to see that a lot with Taeyong. And it was it was a fun episode. Uh, Then they had snacks and like a final meal. Mark and Mm Haitian returned. Yeah. So it's nice. They were all together. They weren't there for like a couple episodes because we're assuming they had to film for Dream. And I love Jungwoo. I talk about him almost every week now when we talk about NCT 127. I am so into him. I love his performance and watching him in these reality shows. He has a great personality. And this was the first time he got to do an NCT Life reality show. And you could just tell he really enjoyed it. And he really feels like he's part of the team. And it was great. I thought this was a nice, nice one. We've seen a lot of NCT recently and it's all been positive. So that was a fun reality show. Uh, did I miss anything? Anything? Uh, any other no, takeaways? No, it, was <laughs> it was fun. I just love seeing them with their personalities. Just relax and be funny and competitive. And now I have a new bias. I was going to so say, unexpected, there's a so. major takeaway from NCT yeah. 127 Life and Gap Young. Charity's bias changed. A dramatic bias yeah. changed. Now you're obsessed. A dramatic bias. Obsessed yeah. with Utah. And Johnny, who I used to be obsessed with back in the day, just does not do it for me anymore whatsoever. Which is funny because I actually thought in this one, his personality was nice. I liked him in Gap Young. I don't know. He just didn't do it for me. Yuta just came in and stole me away. Yeah, he did. And I cannot believe that he was never not my bias. Like when I saw him on the wakeboard, I was like, holy crap. Oh my God. He's all wet, all athletic. Like I can't even deal. (laughs) Wait, can I just say that's how I feel about Hyunjin? Sorry, wrong group, everyone, but I'm back on my straight kids agenda. Uh, that's how I feel about Hyunjin. Like when I was watching Red Lights and I was obsessed with Bang Chan, obsessed. And yeah. when I watched Red Lights, I couldn't believe that Bang Chan was ever my bias over Hyunjin. I, I can't imagine anyone, I ever liked anyone besides him. When these bias that changes happen, I know I did fight it. I was trying. You did. You did. I, I lied about it for a long time, even though my heart knew what it wanted. I knew. Finally, after multiple callouts on air by charity, and then even callouts on social media from you loyal queendom, I felt I had to be honest with myself and admit that Hyunjin was my bias. I think it was obvious when he wasn't on Kingdom, and you're like, that Kingdom performance was great. And I'm like, imagine what Hyunjin would have done. Like, <laughs> like every week I was going on tangents about Hyunjin. I was like, huh, all right. Uh, too funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that was a fun reality show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, NCT fans that were watching it with us. Okay, let's move on to the news. Charity and I are trying for BTS tickets in like an hour. That's the news. We're freaking out. <laughs> That's the news. End of story. <laughs> freaking the F out right now. Trying to hold it together. Yeah. Oh, God. This is going to be so sad to listen to if we don't get tickets. And then next week we have to be like, well, the world ended. <laughs> hmm. Oh, God. Thanks. Okay. Anyways, we've got to real news that affects people other than us. It happens sometimes. Um, my Universe, which was unanimously our song of the week last week. We both loved it so much. BTS and Coldplay. It is, in fact, number one on the Hot 100. It is the first time for Coldplay since 2008. This wow. is the sixth time for BTS this year. 
Yeah. So like, I will never understand any argument against BTS being the biggest group in the world. Yeah. They broke tons of records with this, but okay. They're the second fastest group to have six number ones right behind the Beatles. They got theirs. I was say, they Beatles, got theirs in it. one year and one month. The Beatles had six number ones in one year and two weeks in 1964 through 1966. So it's really interesting. Not surprising at all. The comparisons to the Beatles are very fitting for BTS because they kind of came over to America, were so different, and there's just been pandemonium ever since. Congratulations to Coldplay, too. They've been massive since 2008, and they haven't had a number one. Big, big deal. Uh, The music video came out. For that, for my universe, not, I don't think Charity and I were massive fans. We didn't feel like we yeah. had to review it because we talked about the song in great detail. But there's also a really great video of them performing it with Coldplay when they met in New York a few weeks ago. I would check that out. It's very endearing. Uh, Chris Martin just playing his guitar and they're all singing. And a couple of them are so nervous. It's just reminds you why you love BTS. It's really cute. So check that out. Our boys Monsta X have joined the Jingle Ball lineup in various U.S. cities. Uh, Monsta X is pushing hard here in America. We're going to see them a lot this winter. Those dates will be in December. And then, of course, their tour, their rescheduled tour, starts in January. So exciting things for us, Mom Baby. Tours are happening all over the place, Charity. I'm so excited to see who's going to announce next. Yeah. Very, very announced a U.S. tour that will be happening in December. Wanho is doing a live show in Seoul in November. So it's really cool that people are starting to tour again. We have these chances to get anxiety over tickets and getting to see our faves. That's exciting because hopefully that gives us more chances to meet the Queendom, you know, before shows or after shows. We'll let you guys know what the plan is, and hopefully we can all grab a drink uh, and talk about K-pop and just get to know each other in real life. That's our goal with concerts and kind of the New York City K-pop Queens community. So we're really excited for all of these opportunities. We will be at the Monster X show at Radio City in January. Get ready for that. And who knows? Maybe we'll be in LA. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I can't stop talking about it. I need to chill. Okay. A tease. We mentioned a tease. They released the music video for Eternal Sunshine, which was, you know, like the other single that everyone voted for. Oh, it's great. Y'all need to go watch it. I love it. I love it so much. It's a very different vibe from Deja Vu. And I understand why Deja Vu won. But I love that song. And I'm really happy a tease had such a big comeback. So I'm sure all of the tease fans, Egg have checked it out. But if not, you guys watch that. One Us has a comeback in November. So we have that to look forward to. T by T held their first full concert online show. It was like a big, big show this past weekend. So if you had a chance to watch that, it was fantastic. They're really great performers. And even though they're a young group, these K-pop groups are so prolific. They have a huge catalog of songs. Only disappointment, I really would have liked to see Ghosting and more songs off that Blue Hour album because that's like what really snatched me with them. But that's just my personal preference. They killed it. It was really, really cool. And I hope one day we get to see them in person. But congratulations to them. I know Moa were really excited. It was a wonderful show. And I think you can watch the replay this weekend if you missed it. Hopefully you can still buy a ticket. I'm not sure how that works. But I know they're doing a replay this weekend. So congratulations to T by T. 
Speaking of congratulations, NCT 127, Sticker has nine show wins now, Charity. Amazing. The song that people were like, I don't know, is nine show wins. So they're, NCT 127's in that realm of their fans are really excited and loyal. Yeah. You can put out anything and they're going to get you to the top. But that's not to say anything negative about Sticker. We did our full review a few weeks ago. Loved it. Great album. So congratulations to them. It's just nice to see them killing it because there was anxiety around that single as the release and all that stuff. So it's really cool to see that it paid off. We just finished talking about their reality show. The boys reality show, Time Out, premieres October 14th. So the boys fans have a reality show to watch those guys hanging out. Una, Sinbi, and Umji from G-Friend just signed with Big Planet Made. Um, it's a new agency, and they're going to debut as a trio. So, oh, nice. Of the G-Friend girls, these three were the last to kind of make a career move and sign with an agency, and it's really cool to see that they did it together. They're going to be a girl yeah. group, so that's something for us to look forward to. In uh, not great news, June from Ace tested positive for COVID. Oh, no. I know. Sending him good vibes, um, healing vibes. Hopefully he gets better soon. That's ugh, never goes away. Yeah. And, you know, I think about that within Hypen. We're going to review them next week, their comeback. A bunch of them were hospitalized with COVID. It wasn't like no symptoms. And here they are. I was thinking about that even during the Fact Music Awards this weekend, watching them perform. Like, to be dancing and singing at that level a month or a couple of weeks after getting out of the hospital with COVID. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Anyways, <laughs> um, that's it for the news this week. Sorry if we missed anything. K-pop moves fast. It's time for song of the week. I have a feeling I know your song of the week, but uh, <laughs> what's your song of the week this week, Charity? Vibe In by Young Jay. What's yours? Makes sense. Great, great song. I picked The Feels by Twice. Nice. Love it. It's one of my favorite English releases. And I've just been listening to it nonstop. Really, really like it. Great song. Next week, we're going to review and hype in Stray Kids Japanese release Scars is coming out next week. I'm really excited because based on the teaser and kind of some lyrical stuff, it's a depressing one, Charity. Get Get ready, everyone. (laughs) My bread and butter. There's a bunch of other fun stuff, of course, that we'll be talking about. Hopefully, we'll be celebrating celebrating these BTS tickets and getting that trip solidified to LA. Uh, If not, we'll be here. I don't know what our mental condition will be, but we'll try. (laughs) It's going to be the last time you hear these happy voices. Uh, (laughs) Next week, we're just like, hey, whatever. I hate everything. Oh, good. Whatever. No, never. <laughs> Keep a positive attitude. Shout out to all of the army getting tickets. Shout out to all the army who didn't get tickets. Keep your head up. A lot of times, um, don't like frantically try to buy tickets now. That would be my advice. Wait till the date is closer if you can, because people will like lower their prices. Yeah. And Again, there's going to be a tour in 2022. I'd be shocked if there wasn't. So if you didn't get tickets, hopefully there's a tour around the corner where we can all see them in cities closer to us. East Coast, give us some love, BTS. Shout out to ARMY who, you know, I hope the anxiety didn't kill anyone because it's real. 
Uh, (laughs) It is real. Shout out to all of the queendom. Thank you for listening and being here with us every week. We love you so much. Shout out to our new listeners. Hopefully you come back. Everyone, let us know if there's a group you'd like us to review. K-pop moves fast, like we said, and sometimes we may not be as familiar with a group. And we've really... We've been introduced to awesome groups. Our friend Danny is great at that. And we've been introduced to some really great groups through her suggestions. So please feel free to slide into our inbox. Ask us if we're reviewing something or introduce us to a new group. We love that. Don't be afraid to say hi. NYC K-pop queens, Twitter, Instagram. Hopefully everybody's happy and healthy. If you're not, we got you. (laughs) If you are, we got you. We're in this together. We're happy to be part of this K-pop community. We'll be here same time next week. Every Thursday, new episodes drop. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Love you guys so much. Bye. Love you guys. Have a good weekend. Good luck, Army. Fighting, (laughs) fighting. Fighting, yes. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 